Okay, good morning. We will start where we left off yesterday on Dabbet of Rosh Hashanah. We are at the right or so set of five lines down. And we're talking about the, uh, the fact that the Rosh Hashanah Lachim is Echad Nisan. And we pointed out in the last Baraita that we learned that even, um, what's it called? We said that even, um, how do we say it? One day counts as a whole year. As we said in the Tavan, Yom Echad Hashanah Chashub Shanah. And, um, we said also, maybe we had a Sahaba Mina that if somebody had been sort of clear that they were going to be the king in Adar, but they weren't actually appointed until Nisan, so we had a Sahaba Mina, maybe they should be appointed, maybe they should count it as two years because they were going to be the king. But no, because they weren't actually appointed until the first of Nisan, so it only counts, and that counts as the first of the year. Let's say the first king dies in Adar, and then the next king is appointed in Adar as well. So it says, So that year is counted both for the first king and for the second king. Okay, so you can't sort of assess the total number of years by looking at the years of the kings because... The overlapping years will count as a full year for each. So if you say, like, oh, King so-and-so ruled for 40 years, and so King so-and-so ruled for 30 years, that may not be 70 years. It may just be 69 years in total, because the overlapping year... Could, what's that? It even be 68 or 67. His first year, yeah. and his last year, and his last year, and the new king's first year. Oh, you're saying overlapping yeah. a few different kings. If you have, you have a few different kings, then for sure. Okay, that's case number one. Next case. Made be Nisan, the Amal Acher Tachtav be Nisan. So how about the first one dies in Nisan, the next one is appointed in Nisan. So Monin Shana Lazeh, same thing. The end of the first one, right, the end of the first one's reign was Nisan, it was a new year, so that counts for him. And the second one also counts for him. Third case. Made by Adar the Amad Acher Tachtav Nisan. If he dies in Adar, and the next one's appointed in Nisan, Monin Rishana Lazeh, Rishana Lazeh, there, the first, right, the, the first year counts for the first king because that ended in Adar. Since the second king didn't take over until Nisan, so only that year is counted for him. Okay, so now we'll analyze. Amar Mar made by Adar, Ramad Acher Tachtal by Adar, Monishana Lazelazel. So the year counts for both. Whereas it's Pshita, this should be obvious. I mean, it's a pretty simple calculation. We already figured this out already. We know the year begins in Nisan, so if it starts in Adar, you get the whole year. So, you might have thought that a shata, a year, for two people, we don't count. Maybe, so, I, don't know, I don't know how you calculate it, but I guess the Havimina is, if two people both reigned during the month of Adar, so maybe you'd have to sort of a, 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 like, you know, like give one of them that year, and the other one you wouldn't be allowed to do. No, it's not true. It can work. It's all individualized by the king. Next case, maybe Nisan the Malachet Dalim Nisan Monishan Alazebazas. Same idea, but just a Nisan Pshita again. It's obvious. Malu the Tema. What do we? What were you thought? Ki Amrina Yom Echad Bashana Chashuv Shana. Let me say that one day in the year counts as a whole year. That's Pesov Shana. Maybe that's at the end of the year. Meaning in Adar, if a guy takes over, when the new king takes over on the last day of Adar, and it only reigns for one day before the year turns over, so you say that counts as a whole year because you're turning the calendar on his. With his with his uh, ruling, right? But about Shana, but at the beginning of a year, right, the previous king who dies in Nisan, he rules for one day in Nisan, maybe at the end of the year, Lo Amrina, maybe we wouldn't say that that should count for the whole year. Kamash Balan, so comes to teach us that in fact we do, okay? 
So great, so that counts as well. Third case, maybe a dar ramad acher tachtav in Nisan. If you got one dad in Nisan and other, the other one takes over in Nisan. Mamnim rishonah rishal shnei l'sheni. Again, pshita. It's obvious that we do this. So lo tzricha. No, it's necessary to teach us this case. Why? The imnu alei me adar umelach ben melachu. It's a case where he was appointed, in a sense, they decided to make this new king the king in Adar, and he's a Melech ben Melech, and not only is he a random person who's going to be appointed, who they decided they're going to appoint, they just haven't actually had the inauguration or whatever, the coronation until Nisan, this is the son of the previous king. So it's a, it's a done deal. Like, of course he's going to take over as a king. Everyone knows he's going to be the king, there's no question. So maybe that would be different. Maybe in that case, even if they haven't had the official coronation, you might say that that should count as his year. Hamash Balan, that is not the case. Okay, so again, it ends up being pretty straightforward, but the question is always like, what's the Hava mean? Like, what, what might we have thought, and therefore, why was this Tosafta necessary? Okay, questions about that? Okay, pretty straightforward. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, So from where do we know, Rabbi Yochanan says, that for kings we count the years from Nisan. Shinamar, as it says, by Hibish Monim Shanab, Arbameo Shana, let's say Bene Israel Mary Titra, Bashana Arbiit, Bachodish Ziv, Huachodish Ashinila Melach Shlomo Al Yisrael. This is a nice bond quote. This is the context of when Shlomo Hamelach builds the Beit Hamikdash. Uh, the Pasuk attributes to the, the date of the building of Dash from, it calculates it from the time of Yisrael Mitzrayim. So it says it's the 480th of leaving Egypt. It was the fourth year of Shlomo's reign in Chodesh Ziv. Which is the second month, okay, which is Iyar. Okay? Mekish Malchut Shlomo Litziat Misraim. So what it's doing is it's connecting the kingdom of Shlomo, the reign of Shlomo, to Yitziat Mitzrayim. Now, now, we don't know exactly, we said that it's the fourth year of Shlomo. We don't know when Shlomo started becoming king. We don't know exactly the date then. So what we see from the Pasuk, though, is that it's connecting his reign to Yitziat Mitzrayim. My Yitziat Mitzrayim in Nisan. So just as Yitziat Mitzrayim is from Nisan, that we all know. Af Shlomo, mi Nisan. So Malchus Shlomo also was from Nisan. Okay, and that's the source that we start counting the, uh, the years of a king from Nisan. Now, the Yitzhak Mitzrayim Gufa Minalan, so what do we know? Yitzhak uh, Mitzrayim itself, the Minisan Manin, and that we start counting the years from Yitzhak from Mitzrayim starting in Nisan. Maybe we count them from Tishrei. I mean, everyone knows Yitzhak Mitzrayim was a Nisan. In terms of the, we've seen that there's so many different ways of calculating years. Maybe the calculation of years for Yitzhak Mitzrayim turns over on Tishrei. Right? That's what we do for many other years, so maybe it works there also. Don't think that. Okay, and here's an interesting uh, um, presentation of Psukim to get us to this point. You see, it says as follows. In the Mibralam and Gimel, it says, Vayal Aharon Akohin al Hor Ahar, Apia Shema Yamok Sham, Vishnat Harbaim, Betape Nisham, Yavitran, Bachodesh Armaji, Dehad Lachodesh. So when Aharon Akohin dies, that is in the fifth month on the first of the month. Okay, so it's Rosh Chodesh Av. Okay, Av is the 11th month, if we're counting from Tishrei, right, it's before Elul. Um, and it, it is the 40th year, here's a key point, it's in the 40th year of B'nai Israel being, being, being in the desert, okay, since they left, since they left Egypt. Okay, the 40th year since they left Mitzrayim. Uchtiv, and it also says, by he, and this is in Dvar and Paragalev, Vahibar be'im shana v'yashteas ha'chodesh be'achad v'chodesh, in the 40th year, okay, still the 40th year, in the 11th month, again, the 11th month, um, in this case, means the month before Nisan, so that would be uh, what's it called? Adar. 
Israel. Now, the point is that we're saying Aaron is dying on the four, in, the, in the 40th year in the 5th month, and then you have the 40th year in the 11th month where Moshe Rabbein is speaking. Now, from the fact that we're standing in the month of Av, right, when Aaron dies, and we call that the 40th year. Oh, sorry, no, no, right, the 11th month, no, 12th month is the 11th month of Shvat. And Kai Bishvat, and we're standing in Shvat later on, okay, right, so you're in Av, and that's the 40th year, and you keep going back to Shvat, and that's the 40th year. What do you see? What do you see? Michlad, the Rosh Hashanah, love Tishrei so we can infer from there that Rosh Hashanah is not Tishrei because if Aaron dies earlier, right, and it's the 40th year and that's in Av, and you're crossing that Elul Tishrei and you come back around, right, to get to Shvat, so if you cross Tishrei, that should be the 41st year, right? But it's not, it's the 40th year. So since it's all the 40th year, it's all since the previous Nisan, and therefore it's clear that we calculate the Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the years of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, also from Nisan. Okay? Make sense so far? Okay. I understand it works very well, the first Pasuk, the one about Aharon, it's explicit that it's talking, that's calculating from Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Meaning it says the 40th year, let's say to B'nai Yisrael, Me'aretz Yisrael, that's the B'nai Barlam, the Gimel Pasuk. Elohai, but this Pasuk about Moshe Rabbeinu and Tvar in Parak Aleph, how do you know, from where do you know that the 40th year is from Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Maybe it's the 40th year Maybe it's the 40th year from the building of the Mishkan. Okay. Um, so he says, Kid'amarapapa, like Papa says, and he says this on the next daf, we'll get to this uh, on Sunday, hopefully. Shnat Asrim, Shnat Asrim, Alexeira Shava. So Rapapa uses the terminology, Shnat Asrim, the 20th year, and the 20th year for Alexeira Shava to show that it's like they're the same thing. That we'll see the context uh, tomorrow on, on Sunday, hopefully. Hachanami here too, shnat arbaim, shnat arbaim lezera shabbos. So here too, the fact that it uses the same terminology, shnat arbaim, like before. The, all right, so truth is, it's shnat arbaim and arbaim shana, but okay. Uh, we'll make the zera shabbos. Makan litziam bitzrayim, makan litziam bitzrayim. Okay, so that's how we understand that. Must be that they're both calculating from yitziam bitzrayim. Okay, so now we're going to challenge some more this uh, this derivation. From where do you know that the entity Ma'asad Da'av here? Don't be confused. It doesn't mean, doesn't mean the father's actions. It means the actions that happened in the month of Av. Right? Kadim came earlier. How do you know that came earlier? I mean, it's true that in the Torah, the presentation is that Aaron's death comes before Moshe gives the speech. But we all know it's possible that the Torah could possibly be written out of order, right? In Mugdama Mukhabar Torah. So you know that. Dilma Ma'asad Dishvat Kadim. Maybe the action that happened in Shvat came first. And then there's no proof at all because you're not turning over in Tishrei. In fact, it'd be the opposite. You'd be turning over in Nisan, and you'd see that there wouldn't be any turnover at all. So maybe you see that Tishrei, in fact, would be the, uh, is the, is the end of the year. So Mark says, Lo don't think that. You can't possibly. Why not? But it says, also in Dvarim, Okay, this is after he struck Sichon. Okay, so that's the context of Moshe's speech. They, they had already defeated Sichon, the king. Um, and when Aaron died, Akati Kayam. And when Aaron died, Sichon was still around. So you see that in between the death of Aaron and the speech of Moshe was the uh, the defeat of Sichon. 
And therefore, you see that obviously the uh, Aaron's death came first. How do we know that the Sikha was still around when Aaron died? Dikhtiv, as it says, we'll turn the page and we'll just read a couple of lines and we'll kind of stop in the middle. As it says, Vayishma ha-Kna'ani melech Arad. It says, the Kna'ani, the king of Arad, heard. Okay, so we ask, Mashmu Ashama, what, what thing did he hear? Shama shamit Aaron. He heard that Aaron died. Vinistapu ananei kavod, and that the ananei kavod just, uh, went away. Vikasavur nitna rashut lachem bi Israel, And he thought, therefore, that there would be, there's like, you know, like, sort of divine permission to wage war against B'nai Israel, okay? Um, okay, I guess we'll stop in the middle there. We're just going to find more lines, but we'll stop there. But that's the point that we see, the way we understand the Pesukim, that's the idea that Sihon basically figured that after the death of Aaron, he thought there was a ripe time to attack B'nai Israel, and therefore only after that did he attack. All right, we will stop there.